like ain't no more. Gonna take my horse to the old time road. I'm gonna <laughs> ride till I can't no more. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Welcome hey back. <laughs> that was a I little like intro. Yeah, I like that, that song. Little Nas X. Shout old out to Little Nas X in the Old Town Road song that I'm just now getting hip to. <laughs> I'm so late. Yeah, but uh, that's a bomb ass song right there. I thought that's that a was a little song. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, I thought it was country. I would have, I would have never thought this Girl, was it is country. What makes it not country? I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why it's an issue. I thought that it was country. It sounds hella country to me. It sounds like it, a blend of country mixed with a little bit of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like with a yes, dope ass beat. Apparently, everybody loved it because it was a dope record that hit charts until people were like, Went number one on the country charts until Billboard found out that this boy was black and said, oh, no, 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 no. We actually, (laughs) you actually don't fit in this category because your your song actually is not country. Um, You know, country, white people, cowboys, boots, (laughs) redneck. You're not that. (laughs) So... Because he wasn't that, they threw his song off of the goddamn charts. There was a damn uproar everywhere because, you know, people are asking, well, can we get a fucking guideline as to why this does not qualify as a country track? Weren't able to provide it. Nobody was able to fucking provide it. So, you know, people started really feeling for Little Nas X since he got kicked off the country charts. So, um, what, Billy Ray Cyrus came and jumped on the remix, okay, mm-hmm. to make it even more country-ish. And check this shit out. So the song gets to number one on all the charts, all right? Still is not recognized on the country charts, but yet Nashville wants to put up a fucking billboard congratulating not congratulating Lil Nas X, a billboard congratulating Billy Ray Cyrus for a number one hit, which is Lil Nas X's song. That's so but fucked. he's nowhere to be seen on the billboard. That's so fucked up. On top of that, y'all said this man wasn't country enough, but you're going to praise Billy Ray Cyrus. If that's not, if that's not white privilege I, at its finest, <laughs> at uh, its creme de la creme, like... I'm Here so is what white privilege looks like for those that do not understand or they say yeah. it does not exist. That is white this fucking is what it privilege is. at its fucking finest. At its finest. At I its finest. We couldn't have made this up if we wanted to. Couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But yet any damn person who feels like they have urban in their soul, they're able to fucking just stream on hip hop charts. We got Post Malone on the fucking hip-hop charts. We got Eminem been rocking hip-hop charts for a decade. We got Dag on Iggy Azalea. We got Cardi B, who's fucking Hispanic as fuck. So let me get this straight. So every single race, other than black people, they can do and go as they, they can go wherever they please. They can fit into any single genre. But black people can only fit into quote-unquote black genres. That's right which is hip-hop and goddamn rap. Yep. Which is ridiculous, because it's like, um, 
I'm sorry, history fucking fact check. Black people invented country music. Yes. Like, don't get it twisted. Don't okay, get it black twisted. people invented country music. They invented the banjo sound, all of that. Rock and roll. We invented everything, bitch. Everything. Well, I was going to say, at this point. Let's just stop. Let's just call it what spade is spade. <laughs> right, just call it spade is spade. We are, we are huge in sports. We dominate sports. We dominate music. We dominate culture. How are they going to kick us out of some shit we created? I'm Girl. just, you know what? This is exactly what's going to happen to hip hop. Y'all better stop letting any and everybody be a fucking hip hop artist. Fuck that. I don't know who controls the fucking hip hop billboard. I'm sure billboard controls the hip-hop billboard so they control that too but right we need to stop letting everybody in if we can't get in why are we letting everybody in let me in now yeah i can't (laughs) yeah you're right though but i mean why i'm trying to figure out i guess where i mean and i'm sure there was a lot of outrage drake complained about this a long time ago they still doing this shit I just, yeah. When I found this out, I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way that this is not country. Like, this is country. Like, this is a dope-ass country. I said, this is a dope-ass country song. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not what they consider to be country. Or at least they don't want to recognize the country. I was like, well, then what is country? I was like, country, what is country music? Like, then what is it? Like, for white people, (laughs) it's country music in their eyes. If you're not that, what what's the only white the only non white country person who got accepted was like that black dude from Hootie and the Blowfish from like the nineties. Mm-hmm. Black guy. I don't I remember who's anybody else since then. But a whole bunch of artists since Lil Nas X's song, a whole bunch of artists have spoken out and basically said, you know, they have tried to get on the um country charts. Like, for instance, K Michelle, she's a country artist. She grew up in memphis singing country if you listen to her and that's why i could really never get with her music because i can hear the country i don't really like country and i can hear the country in her voice i can hear the country in her music she really isn't r&b she really is not r&b to me like k michelle's whole sound is not r&b it's like a forced r&b and i see why because she's really country like she released some videos of her like yodeling she went to college on a yodeling scholarship like this bitch is really country and they won't let her on the country charts and so she Mm -hmm. recently just like lost her mind in nashville and got on stage at some show she was doing and basically went off on everyone and was like my ghetto black ass is about to be on the country charts and there's nothing you can do about it and i'm just like girl that ain't it feel you but that ain't it that's not gonna get us in this is not it i'm trying to tell you (laughs) If if Beyonce can't get in, they played Beyonce when Beyonce had that Daddy's something song that's apparently country on her Lemonade album, and she performed it, and um, I guess CMT, the country music, she performed it at like the country music awards or something, and they ended up shading her and taking off her performance online. It was a whole big thing like two years ago, whenever Lemonade I dropped. I remember that. Yeah, I, I, now that you say that, uh-huh. I, I remember. It's starting to, Yeah. It's yeah, hard. so that's starting to come back up because Beyonce had a problem mm-hmm. with, because she that song was with the t- Dixie Chicks, who mm-hmm. is a major country artist. They're major country artists. So even Beyonce with the fucking Dixie Chicks could not get on the country charts. Like, they right. won't allow it. It's sick. 
Mm. It's sick. This yeah. that's just blatantly like, racist. I just don't see how we're still like here with as much influence as we have now and as much technology and as much like I'm not saying that we're not already doing enough. What, what I'm saying is it's just it's so astounding to me that like this type of shit even is even allowed to happen in 2019. Like, I guess that's what's mind blowing. It's like, yes, they're still racist. I get they're still supremacist. I get all those things. They haven't all died off, but it's just to blatantly disrespect somebody like this, like as clear as day in 2019 is just beyond me. It's crazy. So shout out to little Nas X dope song, dope record. Shout out to Billy Ray Cyrus for hopping on the track, making it just pop even more. I liked it with a Moffat. I like him with an on it. Um, just shout out to good music, dope music. Keep keep it up. Keep it up. But let's strongly consider who we allow on our motherfucking hip hop. Like who we're gonna make relevant. Like let's start to consider that as a people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to be that person, but I'm just tired of like any fucking one who wants to fucking pick up a damn beat a hip-hop beat you know it's just we we have no fucking barriers to entry within our shit but we have to jump through so many just to be seen on everyone else's so i don't know what that looks like this whole inclusion type era which is fine but it's still not we're still not, we're not being included. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're we're like, it's almost like black lives matter. All lives matter. It's like that tug of war. It's like, no, we get it. Like we get it. Like we, we know all lives should matter. However, we don't like, which is why we have had to come up with things like the NAACP Mm -hmm. things that honor and recognize us as a human race because we're so overlooked like yeah so i feel like it's just this inclusion everybody wants us to be so welcoming and so accepting yeah bullshit they want us to be so understanding and us to be like you know oh well don't be racist don't you know don't throw out color don't see color but then you guys saw you bring up is color or you exclude us out of things because of color so I just think that we probably have to be, like you said, a little bit more. If we're going to try to do that, there are going to have to be blatant policies. I mean, you know, in the sense of, yeah, it people probably will look at us as like, okay, well, that's a little racist on the black mm-hmm. side, you know? But I mean, it's hey, not even the- like policies, but it's just like, honestly, honest to God, not trying to sound arrogant or whatever, but it's like, once black people accept something as poppin' or cool or trendy, then the rest of the fucking world accepts it. Like, we are the fucking decision makers, honestly, to what we decide to pick up and make fucking cool or trending or whatever. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, 15 years ago, any fucking person with long acrylic fingernails was looked at as fucking hood and ghetto. And now all the white girls in my job, everybody has acrylic nails and long, you know, urbanized looking nails with designs like that's more it's widely accepted now but guess what we've been on that shit for 20 30 years when we were getting chastised for it 
you know i mean not me because i could never even really operate with long nails but you get what i'm saying like a lot of black people but now it's just widely accepted and same goes for like you know just the way we dress and slang whatever you know people walk in my office and be like what up peeps what's the dealio like shit shit we said when i was in fucking elementary school but it's just now becoming like acceptable for the whole world to use those slang words you know i don't know i just feel like we set the trends and we really determine what's what's relevant whether we want to believe that or not we do like we don't see our own power you know we don't and we see it on other people that's the problem we praise other people like we praise like when i say we i mean like society right praise other people so the big lips on us we've been born with big lips we've been born with big butts like we this is us this is who we are we are naturally more curvy we are naturally more you know we we have added pigment in different you know that's where the melanin comes in because we come in all different types of shades like there's so many different layers to how we naturally already are but it's only been praised when it's on someone of another race. Yep. We can't even talk about attitude. You know, I'm not trying to say, now I do know that there are some other races like um, Latinas, Hispanic, you know, they naturally are spicier and, you know, kind of have that little bite too. Yes. But, spicy. you know, it's cute. It's acceptable. It's, it's, spicy. it's this. It's not, it's not aggressive. It's not, you know, you're the strong black domineering. You're just, ooh, hear me roar. You know, you don't need no man. You know? <laughs> like, it's, it's only when we, we, we know what we have, we know what we can do, we know what we add value to, but it's never looked at as that or beautiful, whatever the case is, until it's somebody else is doing it. And I don't, I feel like Absolutely. we do play a part in that. It I feel like happens. some of us play a part of that I feel like some of us as blacks play a part in it but I also obviously feel like the whites who are making the decisions behind the scenes pushing that content out you know they obviously have been for years uh, responsible for that but as blacks we have to look at ourselves as that way we have to look at ourselves as beautiful we have to look that's why the whole natural hair movement to me has been so beautiful to see like when people are like oh this is a fad I wonder when it's gonna go away uh I don't care if it's a fad I don't care. Like, I don't care. I'm just so happy to see more people celebrating their natural hair in whatever way they want to do it. And I love the natural conversations. I love people using a thousand products or two products. I honestly don't think it is a fad though. I think it's like, no, but you know, people just, you know, when people jump on the bandwagon, it's like, Oh, well this natural hair thing, it's just, it's like, yeah, I think people are waking, waking up, you know, it's just, yeah. And when people were saying that it was a fad. Accepting things, but kind of just like, oh, well, why do I do that? Yeah. Why can't, why does my hair have to be straight all the time? Like, But my thing is, yeah, you really start to think, but even when people, and the people were really saying it was a fad, like, years ago. Like, now we can see the progression of the natural hair thing, and we, a lot of us know, like, it isn't a fad. When I went natural, I was probably the first out of all of my friends to go natural. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. one other friend of mine was going natural, and people were like, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh really 
yeah i'm about to go get a perm right now <laughs> yeah exactly like oh girl you can keep that girl whoo child like whoo i could i could never because i was and now i can't even name i probably can only name one friend that i know that's getting a relaxer still like yeah me too my I don't, family I can't even everyone has anymore she was my mom doesn't either and i mean my mom was getting a relaxer every two months shit my mom too <laughs> My mom too. Hell, you know, and, and to my point, I guess what I'm saying is, is I don't care how we got here. Like, I don't care if we got here because it was a fad. Like the initial part is like, oh, I'm going to go natural. And we can say in the beginning, maybe it was something that was a fad. I don't care how we started. The fact is that now that we're here, that's something to be celebrated. And I like to see it. And I feel like more of us need to do that with the rest of our power that we feel like, you know, is being taken away from us, period. Yeah. That same fad that starts with natural hair can be extended throughout different other ways in our lives. Yeah. Music. Right. But this natural hair thing is I wanted to, I want to bring this up because I have a this is like a, a controversy controversy I saw going on in the comments of the shade room. Um oh. I forgot what the post was about, but it was basically, oh no, it was Sierra. So Sierra showed like her hair and how long her hair had got and Shade Room reposted it. And Sierra's caption was basically like, you know, I grew up getting perms my whole life. And it's just so crazy to see how long my hair is now because I felt, I just felt like my hair could never grow because I felt like I was, you know, I was getting too many perms. I was damaging it. And now it seems, you know, healthier, longer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so people in the comments were going back and forth and some people were like, yeah, but I'm tired of natural people and everyone else thinking that, you know, because I choose to relax my hair, my, my hair is not healthy. You know, my hair is just as healthy as any other hair is just relaxed. And I'm like, I mean, I see what you're going with. And I feel, personally, I feel like, no, your hair is not as healthy as it could be unrelaxed. You know, without the relaxer, your hair is definitely more healthy, 100%. Now, is it your choice to put a relaxer in your hair? Yes, that's your fucking choice. It doesn't make you any less of anything. But I feel like it's a it's misunderstanding if you honestly, truly believe that your hair is healthier with a relaxer. Like, no, 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 no. It's more manageable, but it's manageable. I was going to say manageable is probably the word that she Thank really you. thought about it longer. Yeah. She probably was trying to say more manageable. And she yeah. was like, my hair is long. My hair is long. And, you know, yes, I use a relaxer, but it's long. And I'm like, just because your hair is long, it doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy. Like, you right. can have long ass fucking split ends, you know? And speaking from experience, my hair was pretty long my whole life, but it was relaxed and it was, br- it was weak. But it wasn't weak to me because I didn't know what my hair was like in its natural state. Right. Once I saw the difference of how it grew and everything, I would never say that my relaxed hair was just as healthy as my natural hair. And so it's still her comment, that girl's comment got like 11,000 likes. So I'm like, it's still a lot of people out here who do believe that with a perm, their hair is just as healthy. And I'm just like... Y'all know this is chemicals that can eat through an aluminum can. <laughs> but you're saying it's more healthy? Like, that's, that's like saying, oh, I bleached my hair, but it's, it's, it's just as healthy as if I didn't. And it's like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
And I do know a lot of people or some people that get have gotten relaxers and their hair has grown to be beautiful. It's still thick. It still has volume. It still yeah. grows. Mm-hmm. Like some people, it, a perm just works. Same, same end on the other spectrum for short hair. For me, I like to see people who have um, extremely short hair and those really cute cuts, like especially with that's kind of tapered. Like when you try to grow that out, um, it don't lay necessarily how you may want it to lay when that heat hit it, you know, so you may decide to relax that, you know, for the look, you know what I mean? Because it's a short, I'm just saying that for some instances, you know, you do have people that yes, their hair is healthy and it's, it may not be as healthy as it could be, but it's healthy to a certain point of which they're like, you know what? I don't want to go back the other way because I don't see any issues with what I'm doing. I know for me, my choice was my hair would get to a certain length and it would snap. It would only get to a certain length before I noticed it would break. My hair has gotten the longest it's ever got. Not the, what I'm saying is it's just gotten really long. It's been very healthy. It's been very, my hair's always been thick. So even with a perm, the first perm, the first, the, like the immediate, um, time that I get a perm, my hair would be like super flat. It would be stuck to my head. Like I, actually hated getting a perm my first time because I was like I you know my second and third time getting my hair done was always the best because that perm kind of you know wasn't so stuck to my face yeah so with that being said to that girl's comments I really think she probably meant more manageable and kudos to her if she feels as though you know her hair is healthy and you know whatever what that's your viewpoint but to your point, Whitney, yes, of course. Yeah, here. I'm like, it's fine to say it's more manageable. It's fine for me, but it's like, let's she not spread ignorance. Yeah. Like, it's not more healthy. Like, it's yeah. just possible. You're literally yeah. stripping away the protein and all the shit in your hair that makes mm-hmm. your hair your hair. So you mm-hmm. can't shave away 18 layers and be like, oh, well, I still got 24 layers, so it's just as healthy. Like, no, it's not. It's still healthy. But it right. ain't as healthy. I don't know. I'm just really, I don't know. I just feel like there has to, it has to grow out of our, like, society because it's, it's been ingrained in us since we were kids. Like, I was getting perms before I knew what a perm was, you know? Like, it's just part of our psyche. It's part of our life. So it's just, we've grown up believing those lies. And it's just yeah. us to kind of, like, not take responsibility and not have to pass that down to our children when you know better you do better yeah exactly so whatever i'm i love i'm a hair i'm a natural hair uh i don't know what to call it observer admirer the beauty in this that there's people's (laughs) kids because you know how we just talked about you know us as kids going to the beauty shop perming it up like that's just what we was told like sitting in the beauty shop getting perms at a young age so now what I love to see are parents that embrace their children's natural hair like all these little curly froze like my girlfriend um in Atlanta her daughter has like super curly hair and it's like in a fro and she just be letting it like it's just cute to see that being embraced as well yeah I don't know more I never saw a girl with an afro uh a black girl at church none of that like you know, we had our pigtails, you know, slick back with them beat balls and all kind of stuff. So when I think about it, just ridiculous. 
It is ridiculous. Ooh, like I can, I can still feel the feeling of the burning. <laughs> <laughs> my, in my, what I'll say is my transition happened. I let, I allowed my natural to come through like all of my hair except my edges. So my edges was the last thing that I had to like say, okay, I'm not going to from this anymore because I felt like as long as this, like this is cool because I can braid this up. I can, you know, whatever, but I need my edges to be laid. Cause even if I sweat, you know, it'd be that little curly poof. I was like, I need my edges to be laid. And I was like, you know what? Why am I, let me just, let me let the edges go. I just let the edges go. Let it all blend. <laughs> let, let it blend. But some people, it's the big chop. I never did the big chop. For me, it was my edges and just letting it go. <laughs> like, it's okay to not perm the edges. It's okay to have a little bush and, you know, whatever. That's just how it's supposed to be. And your edges, my edges have been, you know, super healthy. So it's a great decision. But shout out me as my God. And I sweat a lot in my head. That's another thing. Like, at night, I sweat. Like, it's really hard for me to when I wear my natural hair um straight when I have it pressed out which is usually all the time I never wear my like an afro or anything but um it's just super hard because I sweat at night so my roots will curl up the first day will be fine I'll be swinging bouncy behaving <laughs> and then I wrap it in the morning and shit be kind of stiff it don't be real <laughs> stiff the roots this is the roots I'll be like oh my god so natural hair girl struggles right but, um, shout out it's a beautiful thing it is it's an evolution okay it's an evolution for sure for sure so um while we are on this black pride movement right now let's just continue so <laughs> um have you heard about cardi b and her bashing black blogs particularly the shade room why so, I don't know if you're aware, but Cardi B has had this ongoing beef with blogs, particularly The Shade Room, for a while now. She told The Shade Room to stop posting her. So The Shade Room, if you hadn't noticed, they really had not been posting Cardi in like the last, I don't know, five months. Like they have not been posting her. Like they just haven't been posting her. Not good, not bad, nothing. Because she's been such a stickler about stop posting me. I told Shade Room stop posting me. They need to stop posting me, blah, blah, blah. So she's told all the blogs basically, except for the blogs who she's friends with, which is Jason Lee um, from Hollywood Unlocked. Um, basically, those are the only, that's the only blog that she's cool with posting her because they only post her like positive shit. So um, last week, word got out that Offset had a warrant out for his like arrest or something regarding some gun charges that he had got back in the day, like in Georgia, like a few months ago, whatever. So the shade room just posted it. It was just the fucking news. It is what it is. Also, I got like a warrant for his arrest for some gun charges or something. Mm -hmm. So because they posted that, Cardi B hops on Instagram, puts a post on her Instagram page, and basically starts talking shit about the shade room's owner, who was a black woman. Um, she basically was just like, called her a water buffalo said that you know because you can't post me you posting the people close to me and you don't need to be posting nobody associated with me and all you do is post negative shit and so then she starts to talk about black bloggers period she was like that's what's wrong with black uh black media people y'all always posted us in a bad light you never post the good stuff you want to post on r kelly you want to post mark michael jackson only when bad stuff happens she's just like basically black bloggers 
are to blame for how black people look in the media because we only post negative things basically so she took a shot at everyone in black media or blogs or whatever and it's just very interesting to me and i'm so fucking done with cardi because it's so clear that she is a colorist first of all and it's also clear that she doesn't respect black women period there's some type of grudge she has against black women and i don't understand it it's like every time she speaks to a black woman that's not her like close friend it's always some disrespectful shit and it seems like every time it's a dark-skinned black woman she's either calling them a roach or you know a fucking buffalo some type of animalistic slur (laughs) (laughs) it's just ridiculous Cardi does not care. I don't know why she's calling people. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm done with her. I just can't. The buffalo <laughs> and the roach. It's yeah. She had already been caught calling some um, some black girl she used to strip with, called her a roach, and basically was like her her the roach kid died or because the girl had a, a miscarriage or something she's like you're luckily lucky your little monkey died so she called him a monkey she called him a roach like all of this shit has been resurrected the bitch we already know she drugging and robbing people like when are we going to be done with cardi b's foolishness like i don't understand <laughs> i know she's literally headed towards self-destruction because she can't handle any type of criticism period but i'm personally i'm over her like i was a cardi fan i liked her music whatever but her her attitude her personality is like turning me all the way off (laughs) yeah i didn't know any of this like i have been so disconnected with cardi since i've really she's been kind of off the grid for a while I feel like she's been off the grid. Um, now, yes, did I know she resurfaced with the whole drugging and, you know, stealing m- m- uh, people's, her pimp and all this other stuff, their money, whatever the case is. <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is, is that after learning of these comments and stuff, it doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock me. You know, it's, um, which is sad. You know, I'd love to be like, what? Like, what? what? Like, why would she, you know, we pushed her. We, again, we pushed her into Cardi B. Like, you know, um, we I as black women. I her a long time ago. Huh? I said, I have followed her a minute ago. Yeah, I've never really been just a Cardi B fan. Now, as it relates to Nicki Minaj versus Cardi, I've, I like Cardi more than I like Nicki Minaj. I don't know why. And it has nothing to do but with I mean, the Nicki Minaj has been out for a decade. Like, she's old news. Cardi's just been out in the last year. That's why. Like, she's a new Well, artist. no. I mean, I've just never been... For me, I've never been a Nicki. Like, I've never been on the Nicki bandwagon. Like, she's had some bops. She's had probably a ton of bops. But what I'm saying is, for me, I've just never... It's like, I don't know. I just... I've never really just gravitated to Nicki. Um, I know a lot of people have. She's, And that's not to take away from everything that she's done. Um, but as it relates to Cardi, I've not really liked her too much either. Uh, but I did like <laughs> her better than Nicki Minaj. I did like her better than Nicki Minaj in the sense of um, her personality. You know, I did kind of like the raw, the rugged, like kind of like I really couldn't understand her, but I liked her. She was mm-hmm. likable for me. Um, 
Yeah, but the same thing bad. that got her on is the same thing that's going to fuck her yeah. up. And her see, what turned me off is going to fuck her tur- up. Exactly. And what turned me off with her was just her beating up bitches and, you know, her man's blatantly cheating on her and she's still fighting bitches, has a baby, still fighting bitches. Like, at this point, you know, we've talked about this on a few podcasts when we, you know, while back in her behavior and how detrimental it could really be to her and her career if she continued to go down that path. Um, it seems as though that she's kind of put a halt and stuff, and it seems as though behind the scenes she's trying to get her life together. Um, but with these comments, I'm telling you, you do not want us to be against you. Black women, black men, you don't want us to be against you. I mean, she still has a good fan base or whatever, but I can she 100% tell you a lot of people feel the way I feel. Like, I've yeah. seen a lot of comments. I've seen a lot of people say, I'm, I tried to hold on to Cardi, but I can't. Like, yeah. canceled. Like, I've tried my best, but it's been shit after shit after shit after shit. And the way this climate is right now, it's like things are being so obviously shown to me. And like a lot of this shit that we go through, like this colorism, all this shit, this rape, blatant fucking racism, it's like I can't sign up for that shit. I can't even attach myself at any level to anything like that like if I think you're ignorant if I think you're pushing these fucking narratives that aren't good for black people in general I'm checking the fuck out I'm tuning out period I don't want you on my timeline I don't really care you know I'll still be unbiased and post some stuff like to to our podcast page on Instagram or whatever but like I don't fucking follow Cardi no more I don't follow Sin Santana no more like I used to follow her I don't fuck with her no more like the comments that came out her mouth it's like we gotta start just thinking about some things you know what I'm saying the things that we choose to accept as black women and choose to follow and raise these women up and then be butt hurt when they turn around and call you a darkie that nobody wants or some shit like that. But it's like, you praised her. You said she was a bad bitch, but is she saying y'all are bad bitches? No. You know what I'm saying? I look like all my friends, like a bunch of friends, they don't even care. They know about the comments. They don't care. And shit, they dark skin. I'm light skin and I'm, I'm still taking offense to the shit. Like I better start waking up and see who you support and see who you like get away with shit. Because when people show you who the fuck they are, it's like you better take note. Period. Delete them. And everybody that is trying to be a part of the culture is not for the culture. Exactly. It's just been some. Say that again. Everybody who's shit. trying to be a part of the culture is not for the culture. They sometimes they are in it for their own personal gain. They're not for the Period. culture. They're not. Period. And I'm tired of the Kardashians too. I'm done with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Besides Kylie Jenner, I'm okay with Kylie Jenner. She really hasn't pissed me off. And Courtney, I'm we what it's whatever. I'm indifferent. But Kim, Chloe, all of them, I'm done with them. Like honestly, truly. And the whole Nipsey thing for real, I feel like that really shows a lot because while the whole fucking world was mourning and paying their respects to him and Lauren London, they're just over here trying to be attention whores. And it's like Lauren London was a bitch that was in y'all fucking wedding and shit. Like, y'all were super cool with her. And it's like, for y'all not to really show any type of public anything, you know what I'm saying? You guys are public people. I could see if they were behind the scenes and they just don't come out. But this is how y'all make your money. 
Y'all are public motherfucking people. And instead of y'all out there fake fucking Sunday worshiping at Coachella, you know, how about you really, like, I'm just so fucking tired of them. I'm so done. This whole Kanye church service cult shit. Yeah, it's I'm just like, it scares me. My friend was there and I'm just like, bitch, did you close your ears? Like, I'm, I'm so confused. She was like, no girl, it was really church. It was really church. I was like, no, 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 no. Whose church? Who are they praying to? And why are they in fucking slave outfits? See, that's the part that scares like, me. Like, what? You can have church everywhere. I mean, church is people. Church is the people. The people are the church. So I can have church right here in my own house. Back. The outfits are just take me back. Kanye creeps me out in general. The Kardashians with Kanye creep me out. I'm the only normal out. person that I really will say are the kids because they're kids. But it just freaks me out that this like slaves these slave costumes that are i mean it's just even how the people are i don't know it just freaks me out it's weird like, it's it seems so like fucking weird. mind control or some shit it's I so just, weird it's like who are you where did you even find these people no one's questioning this shit so you're telling me the same nigga who just was on damn tmz eight months ago talking about slavery was a choice and all this bullshit. Now he's doing a fucking Sunday worship service. That looks like these <laughs> motherfuckers should be in shackles. And Coachella Valley. They just got off a damn boat is what they look like. Uh, Girl. Very disturbing, to say the least. You couldn't write this shit. You just you couldn't, couldn't write, write it. it. You couldn't write it. And, and now Kim Kardashian's the next damn top lawyer <laughs> of the United States. Like, I can't. Well. I won't. First of all, and and I'm glad I'm so glad that Harvard's coming out. I'm so glad all this shit is being released and leaked. That people are paying for these degrees. They're paying for people to take these courses for them. Like people believe any goddamn thing. People like, oh my god, yes, Kim is so smart. Oh my god. First of all, if y'all really think Kim Kardashian is about to pull a fucking lawyer degree in three years, uh, studying for ten hours a week, stop it. Just stop it. I can't. She can't even put together a full, complete, <laughs> grammatically correct sentence. <laughs> like, stop. Damn. you giving her no credit. She does have... I agree. Listen, I agree with you. I do think that it's... I mean, I do think that anything you want to do, you should do it. Um, but she does have the money to have, you know top level attorneys around her to spoon feed her yes she does have to take a test apparently i'm not there i don't know what these tests look like i don't know if they're online i don't know if they're in person regardless she has the means to a lot of things that a lot of law students don't have other than the book the material and uh you know trying to create the time to actually put themselves through law school so already it's at a disadvantage as far as, you know, the access and getting a lawyer degree. But what do we do? You know, we just kind of let her. so clear. The next thing is, I don't know if you said it or my other friend, I think you said it or something. Don't be surprised. They're going to be the president of the United States. You know, she's oh, first- you think I said it? I've been saying it for the last five podcasts that Kanye yeah. West and the Kardashians and the Jenners are coming for the motherfucking White House. And I said that back yeah. in October. 
yeah. run the tape. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I've yeah. been saying that. And now it's not just going to be that. It's going to be the people who make the laws. It's going to be the legislation. It's going to be the judges. Because now we're going to have reality stars as our fucking judges and as our attorney generals. And as our we already have president. one reality star. We have one reality star as the president right now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why one of the two biggest reality star well Kanye is a real star turned reality star but that's why the biggest reality star of our generation took her ass to that fucking white house to see how the fuck she can be where the hell he's at in the next 10 years I peeped that shit ages ago mm-hmm. what else are they talking about mm-hmm. oh freeing black people because now Kim wants to just randomly free black people from pr- prison no 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 there's a motive and a reason behind everything. And every time I say something, I'm not trying to be a hater. Everything is not being a hater. This damn group think mentality. Oh, you're a hater. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, 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 no. I have critical thinking skills and I think for myself. I don't let media tell me what happened and why. I make one plus one add to two in my own fucking brain. Okay, so I suggest that's what everyone listening today and going forward starts to do because what you're going to start to realize is that things are not as they seem. What's presented to you is not what's really happening underneath the surface. And that's happening more and more frequently. Period. Yes. Yeah. I agree. It's just crazy. I'm done. Like... I don't follow none of the Kardashians. God bless their souls. Um, I haven't watched the Kardashians in ages. I just, I don't understand how they're still so fucking relevant and, you know, always posting and uh, posted on, on our platforms and shit, you know, but they don't give a fuck. They didn't give a damn when Nipsey Hussle died and the black community's crushing up. They don't care. Not everybody who is for the culture, or not everybody who wants to be a part of the culture is for the culture. Kanye's free thinking ass didn't go out there and say, oh, let me hop behind my man Little Nas X because he's trying to do something out here and they trying to hold him back as a black person. Nobody did that. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone acts like they care so much until it's time to actually show that you care and then you don't. <laughs> Hello. So. Hello. We can go on and on and on about that. We really could. I mean, that's a, that's a whole, that's a whole show right there. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate. So it's interesting, you know, it's interesting, even with, um, not to beat a dead horse with the Kardashians, but I find it to be extremely hilarious with Khloe Kardashian and the conversations that are going on about still Tristan and like her posting oh, yeah. subliminal, um, these subliminal like memes, you know, if you were to, you know, date, like imagine your daughter dating a guy like you, you know, does that make you change? You know, those kind of tweets and, you know, everybody's just like, girl, like stop. Like my homegirl was like, don't care. My my homegirl was like, you, she has all the privilege in the world. Like you're white, you're rich, you're pretty because now you I mean she was never really pretty to me but now she's you know spent all she this money, a whole new face a whole new body a whole new everything. everything so you're you're you know you look good and you still you can't even keep a black man to be you know what I'm saying like you have all the privilege you know and you can't figure it out you know so it's just there you know it's just interesting um 
it's just interesting. Like you said, it's not always, and I have to check myself on stuff like that too. Um, as far as taking things that surf, what is it? Face value or surface to surfacey, like, you know, don't just look at it from like, you know, this level, you, you know, try to find understanding behind that. Okay. Well, if that's presented to you, why do you think that is like, don't just don't always feel the need to just because someone puts it out there or, or someone says something, you just run with, it. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and especially as it relates to social media or reality TV, people are only going to show you what they want you to see anyway. So a thousand percent. I don't know how, to be honest with you, I don't even know who their fan base is anymore. Um, with Kylie, I do because it's kind of more narrow. Like, you know, she's kind of gotten that young generation, which is really the poppin generation. Um, um, Kendall has got the model. She's kind of created her own separate fan base as well. Um, and then Courtney really doesn't give a damn. I don't think either way, uh, but Chloe and Kim, (laughs) I just really, straddle the fence because I'm like who are who's their fan base right now like you know what I'm saying like who's who is pushing them to continue to want to be shown like Girl, they're drowning that's why Kim is looking for ways to stay relevant it's okay. finally dawning on Kim that people aren't going to want to continue to see her body for the next 20 years yeah. like finally dawning on her like damn yeah. this is working now but damn I'm about I'm 40 when yeah. I get 60, who really wants to, shit, I got to get in politics. I got to do something to remain relevant in these, she can't rap, she can't sing, she can't dance, she can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is she going to do besides her body, which we all know her for, her personality's not that great, you know what I'm no, saying? So it's just very like, boring. What is she going to do to remain relevant and in these streets, period, you know? And that's period. why the lawyer thing's coming up. That's why things that are going to keep her still in the the, the yeah in, in the least little bit at this point just that people are talking about her now she's having a fourth kid i think too oh yeah she announced that like the day of nipsey hustle's funeral or something like she announced yes, that she was having right. a kid and that's right like, you are so fucking pressed like just to be the center if even if that's not your mo that's what it looks like you know? Well, and two, you had a lot of people that had albums that were coming out that intentionally said, you know what, I'm not even going to, matter of fact, this whole week, I'm not talking about anything other than Nipsey. I'm yeah. in complete support. It feels yeah. selfish. It feels wrong. And you I'm know, not they, probably, they probably lost dance. money because of that. They probably lost money because, you know, with deadlines and projects and, you know, but people were literally putting themselves on the back burner to say, you know what, this is the guy that has who he's represented for us as a culture and for his city and the things that he's done and the things that he stood for is way more important than what I got going on for this moment. This is his moment. This is his moment. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that they had to care all oh, so much about Nipsey, but I'm no, saying as, but they haven't said anything. She is in this culture and who she claims to be in this fucking culture. You would think she would care and it's like damn you really was close with um y'all whole family was really close with lauren london for a long ass time like so that's what i was saying i was like weren't they friends like weren't because i remember in some of the reality shows they lauren was in it like some she was in some of the clips back in the day like yeah if, she was like, in Malika, chloe's wedding she was, at she was at kim's wedding both of the weddings she was a bride yeah. in chloe's wedding so oh she was people, yeah you're right yeah she was so everybody Black coffee and tea 
YouTube page, the very first video ever put out, this is before Mia joined Black Coffee and Tea, I put out the very first video about the Kardashians and how they basically have lost every Black female friend they had. And it, it touches on Lauren London and why she fell out with them, which was over Trey Songs. So it's a short video, y'all. It's like eight minutes. Go to our YouTube page and check it out. But yes, she fell out with the Kardashian family because Chloe's thirsty ass went and started talking to Trey Songs behind Lauren London's back. And Lauren London was dating Trey Songs. And then she just, Lauren London, she seems like the type of bitch, like you fuck her over once. <laughs> Deuces. So I don't think she ever fuck with them again. It's so funny because Malika and Chloe are so close. And, and Malika's Malika really close with so close. Lauren. Like, yeah. Hmm. And she posted about it multiple times, you know? Yikes. Hate to be Chloe. Chloe is just not in a position. She's miserable. She looks miserable. She is very miserable right now. I can just smell it. Crazy. Crazy. But well, God bless them. We have a rest in peace. Rest in peace to John Singleton. Yes. Legend. Uh, legendary. Legend. Legendary. Legend. Like, we grew up off of his movies. Like, ugh, legend. It's so funny. I didn't even know that I didn't know he was behind. And this is me What'd being angry. It broke up. I, I wrote down a few movies that he produced that I did not know. Oh, um, yeah. Like, obviously, I know he produced Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice. His number one um, movie, um, first movie. Baby Boy. Like, I knew he did those, right? I didn't know he did Shaft. I didn't okay. know he did... Um, Basically, every black movie. I didn't know he did Four Brothers. I love that movie. Yeah, did a Four Brothers. I love that movie. Uh, Hustle and Flow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eight Mile. Yeah. Fast I didn't and- know he did Eight Mile. Wow. Eight Mile. He did Fast and Furious 2. He just set it off. I love set it off. Did he do set it off? I'm pretty sure he just set it off. Yeah. Wow, that's so dope. See, like it's just check that out. But he did a lot. And my new show that I just got hooked on. I'm so pissed off. Like I hope they don't cancel the show. Like oh, you did tell me about what's the name of the show? Was it Snowfall? Snowfall. What makes it? What is it about? So it's about the rise of crack cocaine in um Los Angeles so it's about the rise of that and how it took over the streets and it's talking about like um it's basically like based in like 80s or whatever and it it's a really good show like I'm I'm still on like episode like five or something but I started watching it on an airplane and then I just got hooked on it and then I asked my friends about it a few of my friends are hip to it um it comes on FX so I think it's about to start its second or third season one of those so it's a really good show, black show. It's just he does so much for our culture. And to know that he was still doing great things. Like he wasn't like retired or anything. Like he had a lot of shit coming up. He was about he was to do so the young. Emmett Till. He was about to do the Emmett Till movie. And we all been waiting on oh, an I Emmett heard Till about movie. that. Yeah. It's just I'm dev- I'm just I'm so tired of bad news. And he was only like, 51. Can we talk about how young he was? Like that is super young yeah i don't know did he have any signs of illness was it so he had a i'm pretty sure um because he had a stroke 
Um, and when I say, I, when I say that, like, pretty sure, I'm saying that typically people who have strokes, it's like high blood pressure is a huge trigger. So um, I don't know if there's been any known, like, ongoing issues. But, you know, whatever happened, this particular stroke took Oh, no, he didn't do set it off. Sorry. I lied. He did not. Okay. He didn't. I had to check. But, um, But, yeah, I don't, this particular stroke took him out. Um, Oh, so he's had a stroke before? No, what I'm saying is I don't know if he's had a history of strokes, but I'm just saying that the the trigger with strokes is usually high, well, it is high blood pressure. So, um, you know, I don't know. He looked pretty healthy. I don't know. Well, everybody that I know who's had a stroke in my family looks extremely healthy. Wow, that's crazy. And it's been hereditary, that strand of the high blood pressure. It's just been hereditary. And the strokes have literally, I mean, they're still living, but they are very much different. Very different. That's also what's crazy because it's like usually, I'm not going to say usually, but... I feel like we all know someone who has had a stroke and is still living. Like it it usually maybe debilitates them or they go into like a long recovery, but yeah, I mean, it has to be a pretty bad stroke for it to like. And that's why I think I personally feel like he might have had some strokes along the way. Cause usually usually you, well, again, I don't want to say usually, but typically sometimes, you know, uh, the consensus could be you, you have like smaller strokes and the smaller ones lead up to the big ones. That's, um, that's, been, that's been the consensus that's happened within, like I said, our family. Um, it's been like, you know, up, they've had a stroke. Are they good? Yeah, they're fine. They'll be fine. Get them, give them a few days in the hospital. You know, they're good. Um, a year later, they have another stroke. Are they good? Yeah, they're good. And then another stroke. Well, he had five strokes in 30 minutes. It's like, and now he can't work. He can't do anything. Like he's totally altered. Like you know, but he's still living. But what I'm saying is, is this particular case with John Singleton, the magnitude of his stroke, you know, um, mm. landed him in ICU and in a coma. Um, and I just feel really bad because I feel like 2019. We're Ooh. only we're still only in April to be made tomorrow, but um, it's still really early in the year, and we've lost. Oh, I just feel, I just feel real weird about this year, you know, it's, it's just been, it's just started out real weird. Oh, it's sad. I'm so tired. Very sad, sad. very sad. Um, and, uh, he for sure was a legend though. Like, I feel like right now on this, really this weekend, I'll probably binge watch his movies, if I'm honest. Yes. I literally had just went on a little binge watch. I watched, when I watched Poetic Justice, yeah. I haven't seen Boys in the Hood in a minute though. Yeah, the hood is sad, bro. Like I hate watching that. I mean, I like no, watching it, Ricky. but when it gets too risky, I'm like, I can't. Ricky, no. Yeah, yeah, but God, I would love to sit in the house and fight this cold and watch movies. But yeah, that sounds like a good time. I don't have one chill day in the next seven days. <laughs> I'm booked. <laughs> You're booked and busy. <laughs> Y'all pray for my health, please. So God is good. Let's keep you booked, honey. God is good, but God I just is don't good. Sick, Lord. Yes, I know. You didn't um, caught you, man down, man down. I'm living. Thank God. I'm appreciative. I'm just. It's just so sad. It just seems like you know 
one after the next, you know, a black person, especially a good black man, man, you know, is getting taken out of here. And it just impacts our community so much because, you know, as black people, it's like we only have a handful of fucking, you know, people that are, have made it to this degree of notoriety. Like, I just feel like we only have but so many you know what I'm saying? Like, what other black person was out here um, restoring the hood and, and building black businesses like Nipsey? Like, nobody else really in in Southern California. So it's just like, it hits us hard when we only have but a few. Yeah. Like the few we do have are fucking brutally murdered or just taken before their time. And it's just it's sad. It's very sad. It's very so. sad. Um, um, yeah, so I will probably be watching, um, some of his movies, um, this weekend, and... Yeah, watch Snowfall, too, when you get a chance. Start that up. I'm gonna watch, I I just literally wrote that down, but there's another show I want to talk, I want to, um, mention to the viewers... Um, that's his name. Sorry. I was trying to search a name. Uh, just started watching the show games people play on BET. Um, it features Lauren London and, um, Saranus Jackson. I think I've just butchered your name. No, that's how you say his name. Saranus. Okay. Um, he is also known. He played in Insecure as Dre, as a guy named Dre who, um, had an open marriage. But anyway, so, uh, the show basically just talks them. it's it's based around professional sports and women navigating through that space and we all know or have heard a story of a basketball player football player this is primarily though uh, basketball but we all have heard stories of professional athletes and the cheating the scandals the lies the uh, drama and that's really what this show is centered around um apparently there has been some infidelity with Marcus King, who is the lead actor, which is Lauren London's husband. She plays Vanessa King. And the first episode, um, tonight we'll be, they'll be viewing the second episode, but in the first episode, it opens up with um, Lauren London and Saranus in an investigative room, detective room, as if, you know, someone was killed. Apparently it's someone who he had an affair with. And they, you know, they obviously killed her or had someone do it. And now they're being questioned. And so the show is basically telling like a future state and then it goes back into the present uh, or the the past. So it's really good. I think it's really good writing. It's really good acting. That's for me. Those are my two biggest things to keep me engaged because I hate when it's like a good storyline, but it's terrible acting Um, or vice versa. So, yeah. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It comes on Tuesday nights. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good so far. So kind of scary. It's kind of scary because <laughs> it's crazy timing. Like it's just like wow, what are the odds? Like Lauren London ain't came out with nothing in eight years or something. I know. And then this comes out like three weeks after her man dies. Like it's just crazy timing. And you got it. She's got to think about press and like. You know, I was floored, floored when I saw her promoted on her um, Instagram. I was just like, oh, wow. 
Yeah, she probably. I wouldn't shock me if she had somebody put it up there. Like, here, here's my phone. Whatever. Like Lauren, you know, you have to put that thing up. Yeah, just put it. Like, I just would be so. She's been posting a lot more than I would have assumed. I I thought she wasn't gonna post. I did think she wasn't. I thought she was about to be underground. I did too. I did too. Like, I'm shocked. But I'm just like, she must be in shock, maybe. I don't know. But I still don't think she's going to be out. Like, I don't think we're going to really see a picture of her uh, for a while. I don't think Like, she, if I, it was me, I, fuck that BET show. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm not posting it. Like, I don't care. But that's me. I don't know. You know? I mean, I can see where like I would. That hit me. I know I'm going to be depressed. Like, I'm not taking that easy. I come. I come in their whole family, his whole family, because they seem like they were real strong. I just, I would have been broken down. I would have been broken down, all the way down. Yeah, that's very sad. But um, but yeah, it's a it's a good show. So if you like Lauren London or want to support her, you know, yeah. watch I love show. Lauren London as a person. Did you don't like her as an actress? She's not a good actor to me. That's but my you know personal what? opinion. This, but so, again, you know, I, 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 I love you. her though. I get what you're saying. Like I, I feel. I don't want to be disrespectful to her. I love her, but I don't. She's Listen, I get what you're saying. This show, if you watch the first episode, now I do believe in for those type of actresses like herself sticking to roles that are a little bit like not too far off your own character on her own yeah character yeah so i'm not saying that she's had to deal with all this bullshit whatever and professional athletes maybe she has i don't know but it doesn't seem to be a hard role to portray or step into well, i mean professional uh celebrity whatever she's been with rappers you know correct A-list so people. even with like her ad libs or you know the way that she just throws certain like yeah whatever like just things that you can't really read off a script I was like, okay, look at her acting. Because I feel the same way you do. I'm like, I could take her or I could leave her. But I like to watch her. She's beautiful and I like her. She's but definitely typecast. You know, she gets the same role for every movie. She- and you know who else I don't think? I'm not a huge fan of their, their acting. Is Megan Good. Like, I'm, not, I'm just not a huge fan of their acting. No. I liked her in Eve's Bayou, but that was, she was so young. Um, there are some I, people who are just actresses because they look She's good. beautiful. <laughs> Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, and we can, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I to check it out. I know the first episode was leaked online, or I think BET put it out online for free. So, oh, okay. I'll watch yeah, because I've been watching it on demand because I just now started to record it. I've had some. People hit me up. Have you watched games people play? I'm like, why is everybody hitting me up about this show? Um, well, because Nipsey Hussle died. Yeah, probably. They're like, you're so good. I'm like, mm. like I haven't really just been like, I'm just really over, like, what is it? Overstimulated with yeah, social media, TV. I have not watched TV though in forever. Like the only type of TV I watch is our uh, Real Housewives, and I watch that because it's recorded. Uh, Game of Thrones. And The Shy. And The Shy, which I catch, you know, as I can in the sense of trying to make sure I do it before our reviews. 
But what I'm saying is it's just it's on those three shows plus social media plus work life, it's just a lot. <laughs> so to be like, oh, did you catch games people play? It's like, girl, what what, what channel this come on? Where, like, can I watch it now? Is it on demand? Like, what do I even have on demand? Like, I'm trying. We're trying to get rid of cable at this point. Just do stuff that's like streaming because it's you know I don't have cable. So. We pay so much money for cable. We pay like three hundred dollars for cable. Yeah, they taxing everybody who does have cable because so many people don't have cable. I have not watched TV in weeks. Girl, cable is a waste of Three shows. Three shows. Two now because one is off. I do understand having cable for kids, I guess, because kids like to watch like Nickelodeon and shit. But But that's only one. All that on an app. You can get all of it on an app. And like I said, during the day they're at school. And by the time they come home, after they do homework, they probably have, what, 30 minutes to an hour to watch TV? if you even allow your kids to watch TV during the week. So I'm saying all that to say, like, it really is a waste of money. Girl, let go of um, I, think the, I think the biggest thing, though, is, is that when we don't have it is when I'm going to be like, fuck, I miss cable. I want cable. I need to watch TV. You know what I mean? That initial, like, it's just like, ah, uh, like, I, I don't want it right now. But then I know when I don't have it, it's going to be like, fuck, I wasn't even stunting this shit when I had it. Now that I don't have it, I have this urge to like watch it. I don't know. Yeah, that lasts like a week. Yeah, it'll probably last a week until I see the new bill. I had cable in like five years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And now when I am in a house with cable, I'm just like, oh, can I can I hook up my uh can I stream my Netflix? Can I can I do Showtime? Can I stream it? Can I Chromecast? (laughs) Like, I don't watch none of those shows. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, yeah, so, all right, well, it's been a great, great, great time with you guys. Like I said, rest in peace, John Singleton. I feel like, is there anything else that we've missed with this week's happenings? Rest in peace to Tony Braxton, the Braxton family's niece. Oh, I yeah, that's that. Oh, I have been catching episodes of that on YouTube. So. The Braxton, are they had something out? They have a new season? Yeah, girl, they had a new season. This is, like, the fourth episode, I think. So, um... Oh, wow. You know, they're talking about uh, them finding out that Gabe, um, you know, passed away and um, they still trying to drag on this storyline with Tony and Birdman. Are they getting married? And <laughs> Over that storyline. We don't care. Um, That's the only yeah. excitement Tony's had. Mm-hmm. I love Tony Braxton. I love Tony the Braxton. Uh, but she's very boring. Yeah, you know, when you grow up a real, as when you have grown real as a time. real celebrity, it's hard to get with the reality celebrity version because you're not as thirsty for that because you had to fight it your whole life. Like, Tony was a real fucking star, you know? Right, but it's right. like her sisters always wanted a taste of that. So, <laughs> they're well, way more, like, open with the cameras and personality. Yeah. And I feel like Tony, like, she's very reserved and very private. You know, but I feel like she's like that naturally, though. Like, even if she didn't grow up in the spotlight, I feel like that's just Tony Braxton. She just seems very much more like the calm, like she just seems very calm. Like if I'm around, like you know, what I mean, that's what I that's what I get. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she's been famous since she was like 18, and she's like 50 now. So, I mean, I'm sure that has some effect on your personality, but it's the just Tamar is like the complete end of the spectrum. Separate. Like we really can tone her down. She what? What you say? I said Tamar is like completely the other end of the spectrum. Like I can, oh, yeah. we can tone her down. Like I don't need that all the time. Yeah, we can what pull her out and then put her back away. Pull her back out. Pull her back away. 
what I can say though is this season it seems like Tamar is she has her shit together somewhat. Oh, you okay, girl? Oh yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I saw you just jump. I was like, oh shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tamar's come a long way. I feel like that whole Ayala thing helped her, so she seems to be settled. And um, word on the street is that next season Tamar may be joining the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Word Ooh. on the street. Now you know that's gonna be juicy. <laughs> Oh, okay. I can. Yeah. Okay. I see what they're trying to do. And there's a little bit of weight to this because, um, for those who didn't watch, you know, Tamar and Candy, they were in the Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother house, um, a few months ago, and mm. they got really close in that house. So they started fighting with each other because they had some blowout years ago when Tamar was like on tour with them, and so they end up squashing it. And because of that, they seem to have formed some real genuine friendship. And it looks like Candy done plugged her with the housewives. Um, she also put her on her dungeon party. So Tamar is like part of the dungeon party tour with Candy. Like she's performing. So Andy and Candy, okay. everybody who be hating on Candy and jealous, y'all better get close to Candy because Candy always provides a bag for everyone. Like she Candy. always has the opportunity to get a bag, period. Candy is um she's gonna put you on some business candy is the bomb i would be fucking asking her for mentorship these bitches be so hating all girl the- why are you playing you and i need to be in her inbox like true candy because we actually we may need to make this like a candy coated nights podcast like maybe we could be like a subsidy under because i think candy is on the way of having her own media company yeah she finds a way. She if finds not, girl, let me, I think you can do she it. She creates the bag. Let me say, I was going to say she finds the bag, but she creates the well, bag. She creates the bag. She's been the only constant one who, one who, in my opinion, who has had her own money um, in the sense of like, she's been good since she started. She really didn't even need to do the show when she Ugh. first did. Um, But you I know, I get why so she much. did it. Cause she's like, well, shit, this is a great free, free advertising. I can use this. I can use the hell out of this. Um, she's not about to turn down no money and she's not incredibly interesting but she uses her platform in a strategic way to propel her real life businesses and i can only applaud her for that it's pretty dope actually i love candy so, uh uh yeah uh yeah i so, i just look up to her a lot she yeah she's dope she's she's a dope woman she's super dope she's dope all right all the way around She's truly what I would consider a boss. I don't know how she's she a boss. She's a mom, boss. a working woman, a wife, a girlfriend. And humble because she do not come in there talking about what her closet looks like, how much money she makes, what she wears, what designers. She only mentions that stuff if they act like she don't have no money. <laughs> she's yeah. like, first of all, I could buy and sell everyone in this room if you wanted to get technical. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I don't even say those things to y'all. Like, right, she only comes out with that when people force her into it. So, you're right. Shout, out, shout out, Candy. Shout out, down to earth. She's super down to earth. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. Well, this was fun. Great per usual. Catch us yeah. weekly um, with our podcasts. Um, check us out on. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, 
all of our Instagram or all of our social handles. Um, we will have a giveaway coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. We will um, put all the details on how you can um, enter the giveaway. Um, but we will give you a little hint. We're inching up to 5,000 followers on Instagram. Still trying to reach our thousand on YouTube. So make sure you share with your friends, family, whoever. Share, subscribe, like, share, comment, all of it. We want all of the feedback. We want your feedback on feedback. On feedback. Yes. And please follow us on YouTube because we are going to go live. So we're going to have a live episode. Um, you know, just talk about some things gonna be real casual have a fr probably like a friday saturday night with us and we want yeah. to come into the chat we want people to call in it's gonna be real lit so please subscribe nothing is off limits as far as questions oh okay yep yeah we're gonna go hey. there we're gonna go there nothing is off limits <laughs> all righty until next time guys bye <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe to the black coffee and tea podcast available now on itunes spotify soundcloud and youtube and if you want to be a part of the bct fam make sure you follow us on instagram at bct podcast until next time <laughs>